Hello, and welcome to a new episode of Education Talks. My name is Brianna Rice. We are kind of doing this podcast late as it is currently um, 8.48 p.m. So not that late, but it's late that I'm not used to for doing a podcast. Um, I just want to say thank you, Mackenzie, for your feedback on my last podcast. I always enjoy and look forward to your comments. Last week, I wasn't present class as I was dealing with a few personal problems, but I am back and running off my feet. I want to thank my listeners for being so patient with me. I wish I was there last class, and I hate when I do this to myself because I actually missed some important lesson, but I won't let my depression get the better of me because I truly love this class. For my listeners who are not part of my class, I am taking a language for priorities culture and learning class because I might want to consider going to grad school in a year as a teacher because I love kids I also love learning about this kind of stuff so yeah anyways I believe last class y'all talked about the importance of family and community oh gee I like I would love to talk about this subject as this subject is like my whole life as I see by the slides the first one shows a quote that reads no state shall make or enforce any law which shall abridge the privilege um, I think communities of citizens of the United States, nor shall any state deprive any person of life, liberty, or property without due process of law, nor deny to any person within its jurisdiction the equal protection of the laws. Which it concludes equal protection for children under law access to public schooling as a U.S. citizen, and the third one, which arises a question if um, bilingual education should be included to the access of public education. I, for one, believe that it should because bilingual children should have the access to bilingual education because our law should know that, that American kids does not only include kids who only speak English. And that is what is messed up about our law, is that they assume that since this is America, that the only language is English when it comes to American schools. Like, no, there are so many people brought to America that don't speak the English language. Like, please, ignorant people, broaden your minds. Not only that, I believe that Americans act dumb when it comes to actually talking about language, race, ethnicity etc like i don't know how many times i saw the phrase oh why do you have to bring up race all the time or this has nothing to do with race when the epitome of america and the history of it does and of course it's always white people saying this like no this is your fault i for one love bringing it up and i don't care if you're uncomfortable if you are uncomfortable you're not doing it right So what do I mean by not doing it right? By not participating in these types of conversations because you believe you have some ego power or you're above us. And white people might think they're not or they think they are, but I don't care. It's all about what's right. Okay, so I want to move on to the journal that was presented in class last week. The question for our journal was, what does family mean to you? How is this definition similar or different from the larger American context of a family? What types of families may our students be a part of? 
so many questions but so many good questions like i would have never come up with this this is such a great question because as a person who experienced the realness of family the ups and downs and stuff i believe that being blood related doesn't mean we are a family because the term of family in my opinion are people who are there for you and support you unconditionally besides if you if you do the extreme like commit murder uh that was falsely on you or other evil tendencies besides that i do believe that family is based on loving you unconditionally literally not judging you unless you need to be judged oh geez there's so many buts but you get the idea and so sorry i sound so sick right now i am congested because i am still sick sadly like please i just need to be healed already Okay, okay, so I digress. As I read through my colleagues' notes, all of them were accurate because I don't think there is a wrong answer on how you determine what family is to you because that is your opinion. I believe my definition is different from a larger context of what family means in an American sense because we all know when you see American and families in a sentence, your mind goes to white families um, with a white picket fence, two kids, a dog, and living the American dream. It is different because that is basic. Like, that term is basic with no flavor at all. No, because I typed in American families in Google, and the first picture was of a white family. Yeah, Google wants to be inclusive, so they add in a few black families here and there, but the real question is, where are the Asian American families? Mexican American families. Do they not exist to Google or are black people just token people so we don't call them out um, for being for not being diverse enough? Hmm, just a thought. There needs to be a change on what American families are because trust me, they are not just white cis people, white cis families. I believe that my students will come from families that are not just American. My students can be from different parts of the world. My students can have two moms, two dads, from a not, from like a foster home, from their godmother, from a one-parent home. It varies, and I'm glad it varies. I don't want my students to be one-dimensional and boring. Um, so I want to move on to another question that is mentioned in the slides. The question is, what other factors influence our community in classrooms? I believe that has to do with our living situation. Okay, so how I, I was brought up was different. I believe I was an adult by the age of nine because my parents made me grow up fast. Not blaming them anymore because I am healing um, from that. And also it just shows how they were raised. I'm not making excuses too. Um, I'm just stating facts. Anyways, how I behaved around my parents was how I behaved with teachers. I was a good student and often teachers would tell my parents how I was a good student and that my parents must have been raising a good child at home and that's why I was so good at school. That's not always the case with everyone because for example my parents taught the same way to my little brother and he would often get into trouble at school. Uh, could be the influence of his friends, could be his ways of not listening, or it could be it could be for how my parents like thought like thought to teach him 
sometimes the same parenting pattern doesn't work out for the same person. He is also a black boy and probably was misunderstood 10 times out of 10 because all of his teachers were white and not exposed to people of color. So basically racist. It would have made it easier if my parents wouldn't be so coherent on what like the teachers would in quotation marks suggest because what they suggested was BS and made my parents look stupid and my brother to be like some felon and then pushing them, my teachers pushing the narrative on how to act and speak more in quotations again, quotation marks proper. So what are we going to do as teachers who do have students that don't come from supporting homes, who are a different color or ethnicity from you, or speak differently from you? The answer is simple, but the actions are not because you have to put in effort to including your students and make sure they are, they are comfortable. That includes making sure they are a-okay when it comes to their homework, do they have the supplies needed at home, and if not, provide them some supplies. There are dollar stores everywhere. I know you can pick up some supplies, you know, from the dollar store and, you know, for students who have none at home. Also, you know, presenting their family life in class, let them present how they are at home culturally, so all around, it's different. There are so many practices that we can do in the classroom because Google, Pinterest, and the public libraries are free. <laughs> I wish I could speak more on this as it would have benefited like in my podcast if I went to class, but I had so much fun talking about this. Thank you so much for listening to me speak. This was Education Talks. Thank you.